Well, God bless you this morning. Amen. It's Sunday morning. Uh, we praise God for a new day. Amen. Uh, we thank God because Scripture says that His compassions fail not, but they are new every morning. And so we thank God that every day, every morning, we have a fresh dose of compassion from God. And so I praise God that on this day that you are embracing the compassion of God, the goodness of God, the, the wonder of God, the love of God. Amen. God is good. God is worthy to be praised. And we praise him today um, on this Sunday as we come endeavoring just simply to do the will of the Lord. Pray you're doing well today. Pray that, uh, you know, you're still encouraged. Amen. And if not, um, we're believing by faith in the Son of God that you'll be encouraged today as the Word of God is brought to us. Amen. And we um, thank God that this Word is truly a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. It shows us how we should walk, where we should walk. It helps illuminate the things that could tend to trip us up. Amen. And allow us to walk with a blessed assurance that we are going the right way. Amen. Uh, and as long as we're following God, He'll lead us in the paths of righteousness. Amen. I was reading <coughs> about two weeks ago, and I believe it was Psalm 81, but don't quote me on that. Amen. But um, there was a, a, a verse that essentially said, um, Lord, may I listen to you. May I follow you and walk in your path. And, you know, that really just stuck with me and said, you know what, if we could do those things, life would be a whole lot simpler. Yes. If we would listen to God and follow Him yes. and walk in His paths, then life would be a whole lot better. Amen. So that's something that has resonated in my spirit. I'm holding on to it. I want to listen to God. I want to follow Him. And I want to walk in His path. Amen. Um, sometimes we just got to make it simple. Praise God for that. Um, on today, let's do this. Let's turn to uh, Judges chapter 18. Judges chapter 18. And we will start at verse 2 and go down <clears throat> to verse 7. So Judges chapter 18, verse 2, and we'll go down to verse number 7. And it says this, it says, And the children of Dan sent of their family five men from their coasts, men of valor from Zorah and from Eshetal, to spy out the land and to search it out. And they said unto them, Go search the land, who, when they came to Mount Ephraim, to the house of Micah, they lodged there. When they were by the house of Micah, they knew the voice of the young man, the Levite. And they turned in thither and said unto him, Who brought thee hither? And what makest thou in this place? And what hast thou here? And he said unto them, Thus and thus, thus, and thus dealeth Micah with me, and hath hired me. And I am his priest. And they said unto him, Ask counsel, we pray thee, of God, that we may know whether our way which we go shall be prosperous. And the priest said unto them, Go in peace before the Lord, before the Lord is your way wherein ye go. Then the five men departed and came to Laish, and saw the people that were therein, how they dwelt careless after the manner of the Sidonians, quiet and secure. And there was no magistrate in the land that might put them to shame in anything. And they were far from the Sidonians and had no business with any man. Amen. Amen. Let's pray today. Father, we thank you right yes, now Father. for your Jesus. word, the inspired word yes. of God. Father God, we pray that 
you will blow a fresh wind in our soul today. Yes. Blowing out all the debris and all the things, God, that will clutter your word from taking yes, up Father. root in our hearts and in our spirit. Father, we thank you right now, God, that you shall speak now from heaven and you will fill our hearts with revelation yes, and God. with insight. Have your way, O oh God. Bless the hearers, O oh God, of your word today. And Father yes, God, God, bless me, O oh God, as I come forward simply to do the will of the Lord. We bless you and praise you now, God, for what you're about to say. We receive yes. it by faith. In Jesus' name, In Jesus name. Amen. 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 All right, so we read um, Judges chapter 18, verses 2 to 7. Our title today is God in the image of man. God in the image of man. Um, in, the, in the account that we just read, we have three characters, if you will. If we were to set this up as a biblical drama, we have three characters, cast of characters here. First, we have someone named Micah. Then we have the priest. And then we have the people of Dan, who at this point are represented by five warriors who came to scout out the land. So we have these three characters. We have Micah, we have the priest, and we have the warriors from Dan. Let's start with Micah. Micah, it's a good name, it's a solid name. It's a biblical name, Micah. But this Micah is not to be confused with the prophet Micah who wrote the book that's in our Bible. Yeah. It's not the same Micah. That Micah who wrote the book that's in the Bible was used by God to emphasize, he had a certain message, and he was, he, he was used by God to emphasize the need for justice and for peace. He prophesied about Jesus. That Micah said that Jesus was the Messiah. Mm -hmm. That Micah said that Jesus would gather all people into one nation. That Micah made it clear that, that God hates things like unkindness and, and idolatry yes. and, and injustice and ceremony and empty rituals. That's what that Micah did. This Micah is not that Micah. Because if we go back to uh, Judges chapter 17, we're introduced to this Micah. And let's take a look at what the Bible says about this Micah. In 17 and 1, it says, And there was a man of Mount Ephraim whose name was Micah. And he said unto his mother, The eleven hundred shekels of silver that were taken from thee, about which thou cursed, and spake of also in my ears, behold, the silver is with me. I took it. And his mother said, Blessed be thou of the Lord, my son. So, so this Micah is not the prophet Micah. This Micah is not the one who's prophesying about Jesus as the Messiah. This Micah is not talking about and upholding the standards of God. This Micah steals money from his mom. Jesus. Is that what the Bible says? Yes. This Micah stole money from his mom. And then he gave it back. And in verse 3 it says, When he restored the 1,100 shekels of silver to his mother, his mother said, I have wholly dedicated the silver unto the Lord from my hand, from my son. For what reason? To make a graven image and a molten image. Now, therefore, I will restore it unto thee. Yet he restored the money to his mother, and his mother took 200 shekels of the silver and gave them to the founder or a silversmith. And he made a graven image and a molten image 
and they were in the house of Micah. And it says in verse 5, and the man Micah had a house of gods. So he had other images around his house, even before his mama made this silver graven image and this cast image, this molten image. And so he added this, this, this these newfound images, he, he, he added them to the other idols that he had in his house. And then it says in verse 5, he made an ephod and teraphim and consecrated one of his sons who became the, his priest. Mm -hmm. An ephod is, is, is the ceremonial vest that the priest was supposed to wear. Yes. And so Micah uh, 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 now takes these images that his mom had made and he added them to the images he already had Jeez. and then he made uh, an ephod, a ceremonial vest that's supposed to be for the priest and then he installed one of his own sons as his priest. So this Micah Jesus. is engaged in man-made, homemade worship. Jesus. Right? He, he's deciding on his own, this is how I'm going to worship God. Mm. That's, that's this Micah. What about the priest? Well, it says, there was a young man, verse 7, out of Bethlehem, Judah, of the family of Judah, who was a Levite, and he sojourned there. Levites uh, could be priests, and they could also be assistants to the priests in the tabernacle. And it says that the man departed out of the city from Bethlehem, Judah, to sojourn, watch this, where he could find a place. He went looking for a place to live. And he came to Mount Ephraim to the house of Micah as he journeyed. And so he comes upon Micah's house. And Micah says to him in verse 9, where did you come from? And he said, I'm a Levite from Bethlehem, Judah. And I'm looking for a place to live. Verse 10, Micah says, stay here with me and be unto me a father and a priest. And I will give you 10 shekels of silver every year. I'll give you some clothes. I'll give you food. And so the Levite says, sounds good to me. And he went in. Yes. And the Levite, verse 11, was content to dwell with the man. And the young man was as one of his sons. And Micah consecrated the Levite. And the young man became his priest and was in the house of Micah. Then said Micah, now I know the Lord will do me good, seeing I have a Levite to my priest. Man-made, homemade religion. Man-made, homemade worship. Now, but we got to understand something. The, 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 the Levite was in Bethlehem. He was in Judah. And he left because he needed a place to live. Mm -hmm. And you have to understand that, 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 that when God brought his people into the promised land, he allotted land to every tribe except for the tribe of Levi. Yes. Because he said the people were supposed to take care of the Levites. They were to bring their tithes and give them to the Levites. Yes. And the Levites would tithe off the tithe. The Levites were going to be able to uh, uh, share in, 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 in the offerings that were made unto the Lord. But, but God said that the Levites would not have an inheritance in the promised land. They wouldn't have a share in the promised land because God said, I will be your share. Jesus. But he looks to the people to take care of the Levites. So why is it that this Levite is looking for a place to live? It's letting us know there's something going on right now that's not right. That, that, that the people in Judah apparently were not taking care of the Levites because this Levite had to leave and go try to find some place to stay. And when he came, he, he's so desperate for a place to stay 
that he accept Micah's offer to be his personal priest. And so although the Levite comes from the right family to be a servant of God, and although the Levite has been consecrated by God through his family lineage to serve God, he now became nothing more than a hireling. Jesus. Now let's go to the people of Dan. And it says, it says that, that, that in verse 1, in those days, there was no king in Israel. That's in 18 and 1. Now, let's bounce back to Judges 17 and 6. Because it says, in those days, there was no king in Israel. But every man did that which was right in his own eyes. This is the atmosphere that we're finding our cast of characters. Mm -hmm. In those days, there was no king in Israel. Every man did what was right in his eyes. Verse 18 and 1. In those days, there was no king in Israel. <clears throat> That's what the scripture says. <clears throat> Glory to God. But we can't take that as literal truth. Why? Because there might not have been an earthly king in Israel. But we need to know there truly was a king in Israel. Amen. It was the true and living God. Yeah. But what we should take from these scriptures is not that there was no king in Israel, that there was no king that the people in Israel would recognize. Jesus. And because they wouldn't recognize the king, Micah sets up some handmade, homemade, man-made religion. Jesus. Because they won't recognize the king, the, the people in Judah aren't taking care of the Levites such that he has to go try to find some place to live. Because no one is recognizing God as king, the Levite, who has every right to serve God in the tabernacle, instead chooses to serve God Jesus. in the house of a man who has a whole bunch of gods in his house because the man will pay him a decent wage. And because there is, they're not recognizing God as king, the children of Dan, it says in verse 1, sought them an inheritance to dwell in. Now, now, why are they seeking an inheritance to dwell in when God gave them a portion in the promised land? Well, Judges 1 and 34 tells us that that the Amorites, who were a warlike people in the land of Canaan, forced the people of Dan back into the hill country. The people of Dan came out of the hills and tried to take over the plain, and the Amorites were living in the plain, and the Amorites were a tough people. They were a warlike people, and they resisted the people of Dan, and they forced them to go back up the hill. Jesus. And they wouldn't let them come down into the plain. But we see something, though, that, that the people of Dan weren't the only ones who did this. Did what? Didn't rid the land of the evil people who were occupying that land. Yes. When God gave the children of Israel the promised land, he said unto them, Take, get rid of all these wicked nations. Why? Because they will cause you to sin. They will cause you to go after other gods. You need to get rid of these nations. Yes, yes. But if you go to Judges chapter 1, hold your finger where we are and go with me to Judges chapter 1. You need to see this with your eyes. If we go to Judges chapter 1, and we <clears throat> look at verse 21, it says, and the children of Benjamin did not drive out the Jebusites that inhabited Jerusalem. And if you go down uh, uh, to verse 27, it says, neither did Manasseh drive out the inhabitants of Beth Sheen. Mm -hmm. Go down to verse 29, neither did Ephraim drive out the Canaanites. Verse 30, neither did Zebulun drive out the inhabitants of Kitron. Verse 31, neither did Asher drive out the inhabitants Jesus. of Akko. Verse 33, neither did Naphtali drive out the inhabitants of Beth Shemesh. 
right? And then verse 34, And the Amorites forced the children of Dan into the mountain, for they would not suffer or allow them to come down into the valley. And so you see that the children of Dan weren't the only ones who didn't get rid of the wicked people who lived in the land. Jesus. And you'll wonder why people have gotten to the point where we get to the book of Judges where they're not acknowledging God as king because they now are living among a whole bunch of people who don't know the God who brought the children of Israel through the Red Sea. They don't know the God who, who fed them with manna. They don't know the God who brought water out of a rock. They don't know the God who protected them and fought for them, who brought them over this side Jordan. They don't know Jesus. that God. But they're living now among the people of Israel who should know that God, but their faith got contaminated because they didn't get rid of the sinful influences in their life. Somebody needs to hear this. Yes, Jesus. If you don't get rid of the sinful influences in your life, you will begin to forget and not acknowledge God as your king. And so here they were, Dan, and now they're looking for a place to live, even though God had already given them a place. And so they come, and, and they come upon Micah's house. And as they come to Micah's house, uh, uh, they hear the young man, the Levite, and it says they knew his voice. What that means is they recognize his accent. They said, hey, you talk like one of us. Mm. They recognize his accent. And they said, what are you doing here? And he says in verse 4, Micah brought me on to be his priest. I'm the priest of this joint. And they said, oh, you the priest? Verse 5, they said, ask counsel of God. Ask God if what we're about to do, if we're going to be successful. And in verse 6, the priest says unto them, go in peace. Before the Lord is your way, wherein ye go. Does anybody see in the scripture where the priest inquired of God? Does anybody see in the scripture where the priest asked God whether this journey was going to be successful? Oh, you see, he has on the ephod, but it's counterfeit. Oh, he has the office of the he priest, has. but it's counterfeit. Oh, people are coming to him and asking him for godly counsel, but none of it is legitimate because nobody is recognizing the true and living God as Jesus. king. Oh, you can have the trappings of religion. You can have the trappings of spirituality. You can have the trappings of obedience, pretending you want to know what God wants you to do. But who are you asking? for advice. And who's the one who's granting out this advice? You better make sure that they're consulting with God. You better make sure that they are someone that has a connection with God through the Lord Jesus yes. Christ. And so they ask, and he goes, sure, go ahead. You're going to be successful. Now watch this. So the five men leave, verse 7, and they come to this town called Laish. And it says there that when they saw the people, they saw how the people dwelt. It says in the King James Version that they dwelt careless. Mm -hmm. Not that they, it wasn't careless so much as some other versions say that they, that they dwelt carefree. These people didn't have a care in the world. Why? Because they were wealthy. Why? Because they didn't have any enemies. Verse 7 says that they dwelt quiet and secure. There was nobody around them which was a blessing and a curse because there was nobody around them to bother them and there was nobody around them to help them. Wow. And so when the people of Dan, the warriors of Dan come, they say, look at these people. This land is great. It's fertile. Mm -hmm. It's rich. These people are wealthy. They don't have a care in the world. They're quiet. They're, they're secure. Hmm. Ain't nobody around here to help them. Jesus. We need to take this land. And so they went back to, to, to their people. They went back to their people. And, 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 and they, said, they said, listen, we need to go back there. We, 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 we need to go back there and take, and take over that land. Right? We need to go there and take over that land. Because they said, you know what these people are? They are an easy mark for us. Wow. 
See, see, compared to the Amorites who were a warlike people, who when the people of Dan came and said, give us this land, and, 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 and the people of uh, uh, the Amorites essentially said, you know, you, you, you better recognize Right? And they chased, they chased the people of Dan back up the hill, and they were like, ooh, this is too hard. Mm. But now they see what they believe is an easy mark, and they go back to the people, and they say, we need to take this land. And so the, the, war, the five warriors come back, and if we keep reading in the scripture, it tells us that, that, that they came back. After, after, they, after they were there. And, and, and they had 600 warriors with them. Yeah. They had 600 warriors with them. And when they came, amen, it says, it says that in verse 11. And when they came, they came back, and it says in verse 13, that they came into the house of Micah. And, and, and the five warriors who came the first time, they, they went into the house of Micah. And, and, and they took the carved image that Micah has set up. Mm. And, and, and they took the ephod. Mm. And they took all of his other gods that he had set up. Mm -hmm. They took all this stuff. And then the Levite comes to them. And the Levite says, what are you doing? Why are you taking all these? Why are you taking all this stuff? This is verse 18. The priest says, what are you doing? Why are you taking all this stuff? And in verse 19, they said to him, listen, you need to hold your peace. Mm -hmm. I love what it says in the King James Version. It says, hold your peace. Lay your hand upon your mouth mm -hmm. and go with us. And watch what they said. It is better for you. Is it better for you to be a priest unto the house of one man? Or that you should be the priest of a tribe and family of Israel? And in verse 20, this priest, because he's not dedicated to the will of God, and he's not dedicated to God, he's just a hireling, he'll go to the highest bidder. He was happy, it says in verse 20, and he took the ephod, and he took the teraphim, and he took the graven image, and he went out a-skipping with them. Jesus. Jesus. You see, when you're not committed to God, Jesus, you will go at the highest bidder. See, see, there are some people right now who are preaching the word of God, but man, their eyes are scanning the horizon and they're just looking for the best opportunity Jesus. to benefit them personally. Mm -hmm. You don't want to be associated with somebody like that. Somebody who will immediately depart if they think the grass is greener on the other side of the fence. Yes. And that's where this so-called Levite was. He was a hireling. Yes. There are too many hirelings in the vineyard of our God. Too many hirelings. People who are ambitious. People who just want to move up in the ranks. People who just want to preach. People who are leaving churches because the pastor won't let them preach. So they're going to start their own thing. Or they're going to go to someone else's church who will give them the opportunity yes. to preach. They're just yes. hirelings. They're not committed to being where God planted them. They're looking like this Levite was looking for a place to stay. And he found one, but it was temporary because when someone else gave him a little bit more, he was ready and he took off with them. And so he takes off with them. He happily goes with them. And it says that as they turn to depart, when they were a good way from the house of Micah, that there were some men around Micah's house who saw what was happening and they overtook the children of Dan, it says in verse 22. And Micah comes up with them. And, and he cries unto the children of Dan. And they turn their faces. They turn around to Micah. And they say, what aileth thee? In other words, they say, what's the matter? Jesus. He said, why are you coming? And they say, why are you coming after us with all these people? Now, they just stole the man's stuff. <laughs> they just took the man's priest. They, they, right? And they said, what are you coming after us for? And he said unto them, he said, you have taken away my gods, which I have, watch this, which I have made. And the priest, and you are going away. And what have I more? And you asking me, what's the matter? He said, he said, you took everything from me and I have nothing left. 
And the children of Dan said to him, in verse 25, let not your voice be heard among us. In other words, they say, don't talk to us like that. <laughs> don't talk to us like that. And they said, let angry fellows run upon these. And we got some, we got some quick-tempered men around here. You talk like that around here, some folk will jump you in a minute. <laughs> They said, don't, 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 let, don't, let, don't let your voice be heard among us and you lose your life mm -hmm. with the lives of your household. In other words, what they said was to him was, you don't want none of this. <laughs> don't come here with all this talking about you, uh, what we took from you. You don't want none of this. You need to turn around and you just need to go on home. And it says, and the children of Dan went their way. And when Micah saw they were too strong for him, what did he do? He turned and he went back. To his house. Then the man of Dan, uh, these warriors, 600 of them, they now have Micah's idols, they now have the ephod, they now have his priest. And watch this, verse 27. They came unto Laish, unto a people that were quiet and secure. And what did they do? They slaughtered them. Jesus. They slaughtered them with the edge of the sword. And they burnt the city to the ground Jesus. with fire. And in verse 28 it says, And there was no deliverer for Laish. Why? Because it was far away from Zion. They were far away from any help. And they had no business with any man. And then the people of Dan, they rebuilt the city, it says in verse 28. And they called the name of that city Dan, after the name of Dan their father, who was born unto Israel. However, that city was named Laish at first. And then it says, they set up the graven image. <laughs> they set up Micah's false god. Oh they set up his idol. Mm -hmm. And now we find out that the priest has a name. And his name is Jonathan. And it says that not only is his name Jonathan, but he's a son or a descendant of Gershom. And Gershom, it says here, was a son of Manasseh. But the real, if you read this in other versions, Gershom is the son of Moses. Jesus. And Jonathan and his sons became priests to the tribe of Dan for the rest of the time. And they set up, it says in verse 31, Micah's graven image, which he made all the time that the house of God was in Shiloh. So the tabernacle is in Shiloh. But as long as the tabernacle was in Shiloh, the people of Dan said, we ain't going. We're going to worship right here. We're going to worship this carved image. We're going to worship this graven image. We're going to worship these idols. We're going to have this counterfeit priest leading us in worship. We're going to stay right here. This is an amazing account. Mm -hmm. And it's something that we need to consider. Because it goes back to what we saw in Judges 17 and 6 and in 18 and 1. Where the people were of the view that they had no king. Yeah. And because they viewed themselves as having no king. They did what seemed was right in their eyes. And so we have Micah stealing from his mom. Jesus. You see what happens when you're not guided by the spirit of the true and living God. You see what happens when you're not guided by, by, by the standards that God raises up before us. You, you, you see what happens. You'll start to do some things. Yes. You steal from your mama. You'll steal from your daddy. You'll steal from your kids. You'll steal from your boss. You, you, you know, you'll you do things. You, 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 you'll do all kinds of things. Why? Because the view is... What, what what's going to happen to me? Yeah. I'm my own God. I decide what I want to do. This is my life. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. And see, see, this begins to happen as well when people don't even go to that far of an extreme. Lord, help us bring the point home and make it plain. Jesus. 
Because see, this is the thing. See, we can have the right kind of name, Micah. Church of God. Church of God in Christ. Jesus. Pentecostal. Baptist. We can have these names that seem to denote spirituality. We can have the right kind of name. We can have the right kind of spiritual lineage. Jesus. Levi. Or you're just one of the families in your certain neck of the woods that has a long history of serving God and you're part of that family. Oh, you're part of the Carter family. Oh, you, you that, that's, 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 that's the Williams boy right there. Jesus. See, you, you got the right family name. You got the right spiritual heritage. You can actually be someone that God has called his own like the, like the children of Dan and set them up in a place that is all theirs. Mm. And you can have all these things. And you can you 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 can you can have the right name and you can have the right lineage and, and, and you can have a historical relationship with God. But when it comes right down to it, do you acknowledge God as your king? Or do you start to make decisions as the people are doing here? That seems right to you. Jesus. Because when we do that, we get transformed from people who are made in the image and likeness of God. Jesus. And we turn God to be in the image and likeness of us. Jesus. So now we decide. Well, I'm not going to forgive her. And you convince yourself that God's all right with that. Because you're all right with that. God is now made in your image. Amen. You've decided that it's okay for you to cheat on your wife because she don't treat you right. And you've convinced yourself that God understands. Jesus. Because you understand. <laughs> you have made God in your image. Yes. See, when we go around and we start to water down the standards of God, and then we declare to ourselves and to anybody who would listen that it's okay, what we are essentially doing is we are saying, I'm not made in the image and likeness of him. He's now in the image and likeness of me because the way I see what's right and what's wrong, God's okay with that. God Jesus. knows my heart. God understands me. God knows I'm not there yet. Preaching. And now God is made in your image. He reflects your way of Jesus. thinking. Isn't that what an image is? An image is a reflection. We're made in the image and likeness of God. We're not God. We're supposed to reflect Him. And God says, be ye holy. Why? Because I am holy. We are supposed to reflect Him. God says, I care for widows and orphans, the poor and the needy. And He wants us to do the same thing. Why? Because we're supposed to reflect Him. We're made in his image. Jesus. But when we start to say that God will, he's okay with me. Mm. I don't have to tithe. Jesus. God's in our image. I don't have to forgive. It's okay. Jesus. God is in my image. I don't have to be helpful to my neighbor. Mm. God is now someone who's made in my image. I'm tired. I don't feel like helping him. It's okay. God knows. I got to get some rest. Oh, God knows. You now tell God what he knows. And this is what happens when we don't recognize God as the true and living God. Amen. 
We begin to be like Micah and we create idols, right? Yes. Idols. Idols are anything that, that become most important to you. Money could be your idol. Your career could be your idol. Your spouse could be your idol. Yes. Your recreation could be your idol. Your own thoughts. Some people are so enamored with, with their opinions and their thoughts. And, and those things become idols unto them. Career, marriage, family, possessions, recreational things. Those become your driving focus. When God is not on the center of the throne of your heart, hmm. you create an idol. Michael was a part of a generation that said, there's no king here. And so that's why he had a whole household full of idols. When his mama made those two idols, they were just things that were added to the collection. He had a whole bunch of stuff around his house already. When, 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 when you don't recognize God as the true and living God, you create idols. When you don't recognize God as the true and living God, you search for things that are beneficial to you, just like that Levi. Yes, he went looking for what was ever beneficial to him. Didn't matter that this man had some, some graven images in his house. This is a Levite. How does he not know that that's part of the commandment, that you are to make no graven image? How did he not know that? It's because he knew it, but he said, God's not my king. I have no king. This man has an image. That's okay with me. And so he just was looking for a place that was beneficial for him. Instead of the things that God had ordained for his life. Hmm. I wonder how many people are right now on the lookout for things that are beneficial for them. So much so that they've left their God-ordained place. Jesus. Jesus. See, 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 the God-ordained place for the Levi was in Jerusalem. But, but this Levi went looking for something that was beneficial to him. How many people have left their God-ordained place looking for something that was beneficial to them. Oh, glory to God. Someone right now, you you are in a new church service this morning because you looking for somebody to, to tickle your itching ears because the place you were at didn't tolerate the stuff you were doing and you had a true man or woman of God who called you on your Amen. stuff. And you said, this is not beneficial for me because see, when you don't have anybody who's your king, then nobody can tell you anything Jesus. and then you won't go looking for something that's simply beneficial to you. When God is not your king, hmm. it becomes all about self and you look to do what's right for you Jesus. and conclude that your God's going to be okay with it because if you're okay with it, He's okay with it because your God is made in your image. Mm. That's a good word. When you don't recognize God as the true and living God, you become like the people of Dan who search for the easy way out. They had some land in the promised land. But it was occupied by the Amorites, warlike people. People who said, if you want to come here, you're going to have to fight us for it. If you want this land, you are going to have to endure hardness like a good soldier. Because we just ain't rolling over. But when you don't recognize God as the true and living God, you don't want to go through anything that's hard. You look for the easy way out. Let's find an easy mark. Mm. Hmm? I want the easy road. I don't want to have to go through stuff. I, I want the easy road. And just like the people of Dan, see, they, they went and they said to, 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 to this, this Levite, are we going to be prosperous? Are we going to be successful? And the Levite said, yeah, you're going to be successful. And what did they do? They went and they, they, 
they, they, they destroyed and they slaughtered these people of Laish. Why? Because they were an easy mark. So they took the easy way out. But it wasn't God's way. It wasn't what God had for them. It wasn't the land that God had declared that was theirs. What do you have in your possession today that God never declared was yours? Yeah, you got it. But did you but did you get that because you didn't want to go through the hard road? Yes, Jesus. Because see, some of the things that God has for us, see, we gotta we gotta go and we gotta fight for it. We gotta clear the land. We gotta get rid of the enemies. We have to endure. Yes. We have to count it all joy as we go through diverse temptations. We have to endure. We we have to we have to sometimes we have to mix faith with patience. Is that what the writer of Hebrews says? That when we mix faith with patience, we inherit the promises. But oh, in this fast society, when we don't want to wait for anything and we don't have anyone who's our king, I'm not going through that. I want to get mine right now. And and so I'm going to take the easy way out. And so here's the thing. You might have success, but it ain't good success. God told Joshua, he said, you meditate on this word day and night and you be careful to do everything that is, that's contained in herein. Then you'll make your way prosperous and then you will have good success. Hmm. I wonder how many successful people right now can say, I got good success. Amen. See, I got good success because, because I follow God. I got good success because God is my king. I got good success because I don't look for the easy way out. I got good success because I go where my shepherd leads me because I'm made in his image and he ain't made in mine. When you don't recognize God as a true and living God, you look for the easy way out. And in the end, when you don't recognize God as a true and living God, your worship becomes counterfeit. It ain't real. It ain't real. Amen. People at Dan, they had a priest. He wasn't legit. They set up a place for worship. It wasn't legit. Their their worship was counterfeit. Why? Because it was a worship of a God that they had made in their own image. Think about a carved idol. When man makes something, he's making it from based on the, the limits of his imagination. And no one has seen God at any time. Even Moses didn't see his face. He hid Moses in the rock, in the cleft of a rock, and then he put his hand in front of Moses and he said, You can see my back parts. (laughs) Glory to God. But you can't see my face because no man sees my face and lives. God said, you can't see me when I'm coming. You can only see where I've been. You can see my back part. You can't see my face. So when we make an image, when man makes an image, he can't make something that looks like God. He's never seen God. Mm. But so they made this image that was based on their limited imagination that falls far short of the glory of who God is. And they're worshiping. And it's counterfeit. It's phony. When you don't recognize God as a true and living God, your worship is counterfeit. Yes. Because it's not made, it's not based on a God who made you in his image. It's based on a God who was made in your image. Yes. A God, a God who, who, who you decide, you know, you decide what God says is acceptable. You decide what the standard is. You decide the judgment. You decide all the things that God's okay with. Well, God's okay with this. <laughs> you know, God told me, God told me he wanted me to get up five o'clock every morning to pray, but man, child, it's too tired. I'm too tired at five o'clock. I get about six, six fifteen. But you know, I give God his time though, and you know, God is working on me. <laughs> That's God in your image. Jesus, Jesus, 
God said, my word doesn't return to me void. Amen. God expects his word to be carried out. And there's too many of us that walk around and act like God doesn't make commandments. He just issues suggestions. Oh, my. That's God made in our image. But what did Jesus, what did Jesus tell the woman at the well? He said, he said, he said that woman, he said, the hour cometh and now is when what? When the true worshipers shall worship the Father in spirit and in truth. Yes. For the Father seeketh such, glory to God, to worship him. God is a spirit and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. Can't be true worship if the God you worshiping is made in your image. Mm -hmm. Jesus. Hmm? If, 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 if your standards <laughs> are now God's standards as opposed to God's standards becoming your standards. When you declare what's okay, when, when, when what's seemingly right in your eyes becomes right in God's eyes, because you say so, mm, Jesus. then God is now looking like you. He reflects you. you. He's in your image. This gets us in trouble. Because God's looking for true worshipers. He's looking for people who understand it is he who has made us and not we ourselves. He, 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 he's looking for people who understand that he's the potter and we're the clay. He's looking for people who understand that I'm made in his image and likeness and I'm to reflect him in the earth. And whatever he tells me to do, I do. Mm -hmm. And if he sends me through the valley of the shadow of death, I keep walking. Hmm? If, he, if he tells me that I need to go into the deserts of Arabia for three years, then that's where I'm going. Hmm. Paul told us that we need to be transformed by the renewing of our mind, that we may know what is the good and acceptable and perfect will of God. And that's what we should be after. So what's the point here? The point is we need to examine ourselves. We all need to do it. Let's examine ourselves. Let's examine ourselves, but, but, but not according to what we think is right. Let us hold up this word like, like, like the spiritual flashlight that it is and let this word shine down on us. Yes. Let this word reveal us. Let this word uh, shine into our hearts yes. and, and, and reveal whatever is going on there. Let, let this light determine whether we are truly acknowledging God as God. God tells you to go, you go whether you want to or not. God tells you to stay, you stay whether you want to or not. He tells you to open your mouth. He tells you to close your mouth. He, he, he tells you to get up. He tells you to sit down. He tells you to, to put your hands to the work. He tells you to refrain your hands from the work. He tells you to smile. He tells you to confront. Whatever yes. it is that he tells you to do, if he, listen, do you, if he's God, if he's your king, then you do it. Because if we don't respond that way, we now have taken away God as king. But we might have the trappings. A name still sounds nice. Oh yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's Pastor So-and-so boy. Yeah, you may be Pastor So-and-so boy, but you ain't getting to heaven based on Pastor So-and-so being your father. Amen. That's right. You may look the part. You got on your e-file. Mm. Hmm? Let us examine ourselves. 
whether we are truly acknowledging God as God. Let us examine ourselves, whether we are seeking his will and not our own. Jesus said, nevertheless, yes. not my will, but your will be done. Let us examine ourselves as to whether our worship is authentic and pleasing in his sight. Amen. There are many who have the right name. They got the right religious and spiritual lineage. They have all the trappings of success. And they even are engaged in worship. But God is, the God of heaven ain't nowhere in it. Amen. But the God who's made in their image. Oh, he's present. But I'm telling you right now, that God has no power. Yes. How do you know that God has no power? Well, think about this. The men of Dan came to that house, picked them up and took them. <laughs> Amen. God has no power. Amen. God has no power. They just picked up those, those so-called gods and took them. I don't want to serve a God like that. Amen. amen. I, the God we serve moves heaven and earth. Amen. The God that, that they were serving could get moved around by mere man. Amen. That's not real. But God wants us to listen, especially now. We, 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 we're coming out. We're we getting out of here, but we're coming out of this pandemic, right? We got to believe that. We're coming out of this pandemic. Amen. We're coming out of this pandemic. Yes. Amen. Amen. And, but, but, but see, God, there's a concern in heaven. There's a concern in heaven that, 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 that during the shutdown and during the time people are away, people have started to make up in their own mind what's the way they can worship God. Oh, you know what? I don't have to go to church no more after all. You know what? I don't have to get up. I don't have to get dressed. I don't have to go to the church house anymore. See, 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 what's happened during this pandemic is that there's been a lot of reassessments made, some good and some not so good. But when it comes to the things of God, we better make sure that the assessments that we're making, glory to God in heaven, about the type of worship that our God deserves does not get transformed by what happened over these past months when you were sitting at home and streaming and, and doing this and doing that because of certain restrictions that were in place. But see, God is still looking for true worshipers that even now you still be worshiping in spirit and in truth. Yes. But here's the thing. We don't come out of this thing and then declare what God is going to accept from now on. Jesus. That's not for us to do. Amen. That's not for us to do. And people have made all kinds of things. People making all kinds of pronouncements and putting all kinds of postings on social media declaring what, oh, this is what we, we don't need to do this. Who said that? Jesus. We want to avoid and we want to run away from any God that is made in the image of man. Amen. And we want to always remember with a humbleness and a reverence that it is us who is made in the glorious image of our God. And he sets the standard for how we are to live as his people. Amen. 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 Glory to God. Let's pray today. Father, we bless your name. Thank you, Jesus. We thank yes, you, God, Lord. for the word that you've given us on today. Father, we ask right now that you forgive us, oh God. Yes, we ask God. you to forgive us, God. In, in whatever ways, oh God, that we have have acted as if we had no king. Yes, Father. When we just do things that seem right to us. When we tell people off, when we ignore yes. people, when we refuse to forgive them, when we refuse yes. to help them, yes. when we excuse our own conduct, our faults and our failings. God, we're acting as if we have no king. Lord, we ask you to forgive us. Yes, Father. And Father, we stand here with a truly repentant heart and we say that Jesus is our king. Yes. That you are our Jesus. king. And we worship you in spirit and in truth. And whatever you tell us to do, you are the standard bearer. You are the ones who lets us yes. know what's right and what's wrong. You let us know what's acceptable and what's not. And Father, we desire to worship you with a sincere and humble heart. Yes, that you may be glorified, not only in our lives, but in the earth. Father, we thank you right now, God, yes. for a word that just yes. challenges us to examine ourselves. 
in ways great and small and to see how we are living yes. and whether we are truly God walking as people who are made in your glorious image and likeness or whether we have turned off the road yes, Father. and have tried to convert you into our image. Father, we just thank you right now for the yes. word of correction. We thank you right now for the yeah. spirit of truth. Yes, Father. And we're believing God that as we come to you with humble hearts, a broken spirit, that God, you will lead us in the right path. Yes. And so, Father, we thank you for the privilege of worshiping you. Yes, we thank you for the privilege of serving Jesus. you. Yes. We thank you for the privilege of being called your own. Yes. And we give you the praise in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. Amen. So listen, we're going to run as fast as you can. Amen. When we were kids, what did say? Run, run as fast as you can. You can't catch me. I'm the gingerbread man. You remember <laughs> yes. that? Yes. We need to run, run fast as you can. If anybody tries to present to us in any fashion. Amen. A God who is made in the image of man. We don't need that. Amen. We need to serve the God that made us in his image. Glory Amen. to God. God bless you. I look forward to seeing you uh, next time. I uh, pray that you have an uh, enjoyable rest of your day today. Amen. Keep your eyes on God and uh, continue to worship him in spirit and in truth. And we look yeah. forward to seeing you again. God bless you.